On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we talk about still whooping ass against the Bears. If you haven't already, subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod. Rodgers lets it fly, has Watson, he's got it on his feet and he's in for the touchdown! Hey there everybody and welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers Pod, this is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan, hello gents. Yo, yo, yo! Hey there Ryan! What a win. I, I know we have Bear fans that listen to this. I don't I think we've made it very, very clear that if there is a group that we despise, it is the Vikings fan base. Mm-hmm. But now Matt LaFleur is eight and zero against the Bears. I think Rogers is something like twenty seven and four or some five. wild five. Like it it's crazy, but I want to start here. And it was alluded to it exactly as we started to record. Did you guys think we were going to pull this out with, let's just say, one minute left in the second quarter? No. No, I stopped watching. <laughs> can, we all, can we all admit, admit what we did? <laughs> Josh, you can start. I, I stopped watching in the third. I gave up. I, it, <laughs> it was ugly. I, I had no hope. No hope. I texted my brother and my dad, congratulations, because they're both Bears fans. I said, I I know you're probably experiencing some things right now. Enjoy this. And my brother's like, yeah, I don't even know what to do. I don't know how to react. I'm like, a couple fist pumps, a couple random woos in the living room. Like, yeah, just, just bask in it, man. Like, you must be enjoying this. They were already celebrating. Oh, my. Oh, they should have been. It looked yeah, terrible. Yeah. Ryan, you did the opposite, didn't you? I Yes, I switched pubs to get the <laughs> vibes right. I sat down at this chair, and the, the Packers game immediately appeared before me without me saying anything. And then we had one of the better 16 to 18-minute stretches this season. There and, you have it. Uh, I'd like to Ladies thank and that gentlemen, pub. the reason the Packers won. <laughs> Ryan Foose. Switching pubs in Jersey no, I, City. <laughs> yep, yeah. But it just started out – we'll start with our defense that when Justin Fields went off for a 55-yard run, I I just I, – I can't believe we're here again. Like I can't believe that quarterbacks in the National Football League are eating us alive on the ground. And then uh, while we're at it, uh, was this maybe top three worst games by Jair? Yes. Mm. I, I, I have more to say. It's got to be up. It's got to be close. I would say uh, it was his worst game ever, but because <laughs> of what he did at the end, it made up for mm. everything. <laughs> I'm sitting here smiling because he was getting aggressive. He was getting greedy. Think of uh, Diggs out in Dallas, right? Like he's got eight picks and everyone says he's the world's greatest. It's because he's getting greedy and you can cut up the same film of Diggs getting burnt. 
And I think Jair's like, oh, shit, that's what I got to do for national attention? Fine. And sure shit, he's got the most interceptions in a season he's ever had or on track for it. I think he already has it. And it, it shows, right? He's jumping routes and then getting burned by EQ and then commenting after the game like, he a scrub, I ain't worried about it. It's like, yeah, but we're worried about it when EQ's catching a 50-yard bomb over you and making us look terrible. Like, As much as we can be happy right now because we came out with a W, those first three quarters were like, this is it. We're going to bench Rodgers the rest of the season. Yeah. We're going to talk about our draft pick now. This is it. I, I, I love that he's doing it, though, because I feel like he's been holding back. So, OK, maybe he learns a little bit this season how to be aggressive and hold back. You know, he's overdoing it right now because the season's lost. He's trying to get the stats, you know, trying to get even more money than he already has. But um, I, I like it. You know, I if there's anything we need from our team right wow. now, it's to be aggressive and it's to be. What we're not, because what we're doing isn't working. So I, I encourage everyone to change what they're doing, even if, yes, he gave up some plays to EQ. But in the end, that play paid off and won the game, sealed the game at the end. So does everyone wait? He didn't play what good. Just happened here? He didn't play good, but he got the pick to seal the game. Old man with the new balances in the fanny pack. Jair should just <laughs> shut his mouth and shake hands with the referee and go back to he the should. huddle. He should. Old Man River hating Jair just did a 180. Only because he beat the Bears. If this, if this was any other team, I wouldn't really care. But it was the Bears. If it was the Vikings. It is. I mean, yeah, it's all aggression because oh, he yeah. also had two tackles, two tackles for loss. He was flying around. It's just unfortunately there's three or four plays where it just he got absolutely burnt. And I think that's a really interesting thought, Dan, of. When the season feels like it's pretty much thrown away, what the hell do you have to lose? Like what? I mean, it, it is what it is. But whew, trying to he's sure. trying to set a tone and get his stats, and I can respect it. I mean, he's got the ability. He got burnt. That was embarrassing. We, we thought we were losing the game, anyways. Um, having Devondre back was nice, but then, you know, like you said, Justin Fields goes for fifty-five yards, and you see Keyshawn Nixon missing a tackle, and you're like, okay. I, I guess the guy that was originally starting there would have missed that tackle too, but you know, here's here's the flaws, here's the reasons that they weren't starters in the first place. Uh, that was just I, uh, a. I propose a question, and this and this might this might be this might this be is, stupid. This, this is a new segment. Stupid. It's called I uh I propose, I propose a question. Propose a question. <laughs> um, Kenny Clark, is he worth it? Is he worth what we're paying? Uh, yes, he's had some good years. He's done a lot of good things for us. But man, this year, I I can't I can't remember a game where I'm just like, oh, he he balled out, you know. Oh, Kenny Clark had a game, you know. Yes, he's had some plays here and there, but like consistently, he's not showing up. He's expensive, um, and we consistently have problems with the run game. And he's our supposedly our number one D tackle and can't really help us in that area. So is it time to move on? He has not been the disruptor. We need a high-paid defensive lineman to be. I think that's what you're getting at, especially in the last five, six games. He started the year kind of being Kenny Clark, uh, and he has not been that disruptor anymore. So there's been some interesting articles even this week about, you know, the Packers need to move him around and get him out of the the D tackle position to maybe allow for him to make some more plays. Uh, yeah, 
put him at Lowry's position because that position doesn't make any plays either. <laughs> uh, you're kind of stuck with Clark and, and that contract. He's the best you have, literally, and figured it. Like, he's all you have. He's the best you have in, in both ways. So uh, move him around. Try something new. Yeah, he, he's in a bit of a rut. Um, it's it's unfortunate to see, and that's probably why you're seeing Devondre not have a Pro Bowl season because Kenny ain't chewing up double teams. Or any of the defensive linemen. Yeah, it did. but we're also not setting the edge and pushing anybody back to them. It's 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 no, a remember problem Justin in Hollins general. did it that one time. Yeah, Justin Hollins <laughs> is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing. Rashawn Gary went out, and then Kenny Clark's production went down. Like those two things are directly correlated. I, don't quote me on that, but I think it's probably the same week you saw Clark's production drop was when Gary went down. But you just can't have that. You think about highly paid defensive linemen, and those guys disrupt independent of what's going on. You know, the, um, uh, what's the, the Eagles guy? Uh, Brendan Cox, Justin Cox, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher. Fletcher Cox, like DeForest Buckner's, and Dominican Sue in his prime. Those guys were all on the inside. Aaron Donald. And, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and we claimed we had a poor man's Aaron Donald. Uh, they disrupted no matter what was happening. And, um, He's showing he is not that level, at least in the last month and a half. Maybe Jair can pull him into a room and just slap him pregame. So you're like, saying keep him, huh? You have to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, are you going to get rid of him and your line's going to be Lowry, Reed, and Slayton? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm there's. If I were, if this was a Madden team, let me tell you, there were some moves that I would make. My favorite segment. If this was Madden. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kenny's your guy. He's still just 27 years old. I mean, you got to roll with him. I do want to give a shout out to Nixon for the interception, Rudy Ford for the fumble recovery. Like, again, these dudes, I can't believe Hustle. it. I will say, I will say, Nixon is an exciting returner. But my man. If you catch the ball where your heel is almost on the end line, you do not need to take it out. It's just fine. It is it is fine to not run back every single kick. Sometimes that guy plays on another knee, level, man. But it is uh, when, it to, is, when to not take oof. it out when you can smell the paint on the goalpost. When to not <laughs> yeah. take it out when your heel clipped the mascot going back for the catch. Uh, when to not Golly. take it out. <laughs> Golly, man. I know you think you're going to pull one off, and I, I actually think he might have a chance in these four games of, like, just finding that opening and going because he's, he's been – has a few 50 yards. He's it feels like he's a one one guy away. But, my dude, if I need to see you carry it all the way to the 12 because you started 10 yards back, I don't – I, if this I guy love makes, you, but – If this guy makes the Pro Bowler, makes the Pro Bowler, if this guy makes the Pro Bowl on a half a season of kick returns, MVP um, of the season, boys. I told you. Nixon. And shame on the coaching staff. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, Pat O'Donnell, speaking of special teams, we're about to get a punt blocked, aren't we? Yeah, he takes yes. ever. It has been very slow for multiple weeks. That whole process is way too slow. Don't quote me on this, but quote me on this. We're getting a punt blocked in the next two games. Hey, last time you said that, it came true. I know. I'm a special teams guru. <laughs> <laughs> I am positive it will not happen this weekend. So 
Uh, uh, also, the I wanted to look it up to verify. Nixon's contract is a cool nine hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. Damn, are we overpaying Keshawn Nixon? We 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 gave him. Uh, I'm so not interested to see what we do at the safety position next year. Things will be moved. Well, you can't move Savage. We gave him the fifth year, so sadly. Like, you got to do something with the Amos position. That's probably where you can something save money and plug Nixon or Ford. Yeah, that secondary is going to look different next year. I'd love to get Stokes back uh, for the rest of the year and and see if he can recover from that sophomore slump he was having. There's, I mean, what what do you guys want to see from the defense in the last four games? Is it four games or five? Pass rush. I want to see consistent pass rush from all angles. From all angles. All right, you're dreaming. Ryan, what would you like to see in the next four games? <laughs> I need to just see consistency at the start of the game. They have really good games where from the get-go, they're in it. You look at this Bears game, they got manhandled in the first quarter. Titans took it to them in the first half. They need to find their groove as fast as possible because when they delay, bad things happen. I just want to see 55 ball out, Quay Walker make 12 tackles a game, Stokes come back to what he was. I just want to see those young guys do something because we can work with that. Yeah. Yeah. Reckless abandonment. Everyone needs to play with it. Speaking of young guys, my dudes, <laughs> my dudes. You talking about Josh Myers? Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Christian Watson. With a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown, he is now top five in the wide receiver position for touchdowns. And he's doing it with 25 catches and uh, maybe 500 yards. I don't even know if he said that. <laughs> At what point do we do we just – let me take a step back. Wait, I thought you were AJ going Dillon, yeah, A.J. Dillon ended up with 18 carries because Jones had some shin issues. Are we okay with getting Dobbs back, seeing how Watson and Dobbs are together, but it becomes the Dillon and Patrick Taylor show in the backfield? Let Jones do whatever he needs to do to be healthy, but are we are we shifting our thought process on defense of young guys, young guys? Do we do the same thing on our offense too? No. No, we got a bye week for two weeks of recovery. We have a 10% chance of making the playoffs. Crazier things have happened. Uh, you're riding Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers until that chance of making the playoffs is 0%. Dylan had a nice game, but Aaron Jones is a different level. Yeah, well, completely agree. Um, you, until you are 0% for the playoffs, you, you play your stars. Um, not only for the fans, but also this offense hasn't clicked. You know, every now and then they look good. But, you know, we're playing for next year, too. We want to still learn. Hopefully we still have a majority of this team back. And we just roll into next year with learning some things at the end of this year. But, yeah, until until we're out, roll with the stars. I think we just heard the most selfish statement this podcast has ever recorded. What I say? 
Yeah, you got to play your stars no matter what the chance is. At 2%, we're like, do we sit Rodgers? When do we sit Rodgers? Do we start sitting him at halftime? Should we ride about? Well, that's just because I'm angry at Rodgers. Now but we're at 10%, so it's 5x higher than previously. Or maybe it was 6% before the game keep started. Keep playing until you're out. You keep playing because guess who's going to be at the next game? That's right. That's right, baby. Somebody wants to see number 12 in person. <laughs> uh, it's my sister's first game. So, like, I, she was all depressed that she's like, oh, Rodgers might not play. And I'm like, yeah, but he's playing, folks. He's playing. Let's not make it the last time he suits up his back. I hope it's Rodgers versus Baker. That would be electric. <laughs> you want Jair to be jumping routes? Yeah. yeah. Let's see it. But it was yeah. good to see Lazard came back to normal, but but I just I can't keep my eyes off Christian Watson. And I, I was texting uh, a separate football-loving group. What? I think I know. I know. Yes, I did. I'm being open and honest. I thought that that matters. To Vikings but, fans, we don't have an open football relationship. But I actually think I might have even texted this in our group too. Of when Devonte Adams was on, it was incredible. You just felt like any ball that came within ten feet of him, he had a legitimate chance. But I don't think we've ever seen anything like Watson where you look at these seven, eight touchdowns and every single one is different. It's a deep ball. It's a short ball. It's a quick slant. It's an end around like every single time he he flashes something different. And I don't remember ever in all the just hundreds of Packers games where I go, this guy is is doing something at such an athletic pace that it's just incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Packers have never seen anything like it. I, I absolutely love it. I, I was telling <clears throat> my significant other um, <laughs> just today, just yeah, that today, so weird. that literally when you, when he touches the ball, as soon as he touches the ball, you're like, shit, he's scoring a touchdown, like instantly because he's so fast. And if you give him a lane, he's going to take it and he's off. Um, I mean, there's multiple times there are corners that probably should have caught up to him, but he's just faster. Um, and you're right. You know, Devontae Adams always said, you know, he tried to score on every catch attempt um, and really gave it his all every time. And you saw him do that on multiple times, you know, comeback routes, trying to take it to the house. Watson can do it, though. You know, that's the difference. Adams, yes, he got open. He, he would get bombs every now and then from running amazing routes and losing people at the line of scrimmage. Watson is just running past people, and that's Tyreek Hill level type of talent. Um, if he can continue it, you know, and, and continue doing what he's doing, but that's what's exciting is we have a playmaker now instead of just a really, really, really good wide receiver. Tyreek Hill is an interesting comparison. He's got a little more jitterbug than Christian Watson, I think. Uh, but who are the two receivers? The only two receivers that have had like a better rookie year than Christian Watson just had in the last four weeks. It was Randy Moss and Stefan Diggs. Jefferson or Diggs, one of them. It was one of those Vikings, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's that's good company, man. Like when you got those two guys, you're comparing yourself, even three guys, whoever the second one was, compare yourself to all three. That's amazing company. And you look at what it means the Packers can do in the offseason. Talk about changes, like changes in the safety position. Boy, the changes in your pass catchers next year. Tunyon ain't showing you much. Lazard ain't showing you much. Cobb, 
was shut out this week for some reason. He's had a good year, but shut out this week. And, man, get Dobbs back on the field and see what he looks like with Watson. And you could have a totally revamped core next year and be one of the youngest pass-catching cores in the league, uh, but possibly save some money there to deal with some other issues you have. So it's exciting. I mean, it, again, you look at the little things you got to look forward to when you have the record we do, and it's like, man, Watson is on a historic streak. And if we can layer in Dobbs and get them both some touchdowns, we'll be flying high going into next year. Or, I mean, the wild card weekend when we make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And one more one more stat to kind of put it in perspective. If he gets three more touchdowns in four games, which is, is doable with how hot he is. We'll have it next week. He would be in the top 15 seasons of touchdowns ever by a wide receiver. Not a rookie wide receiver. Well, not a. We're talking about any and all times. He would be in top 15 for number. The rushing one counting in there? Nope. Purely uh, rookie season by a wide receiver in NFL history. He'd be top 15. Uh, okay, rookie year. Okay. Rookie. So I Randy Randy, yeah, okay. Randy Moss, uh, number one, with 17 touchdowns. That's so stupid. Yeah, I, I texted you guys. With, his, with him being having his hammy issue from all the beginning of the season, too, and Coming on late like this, that even makes it more, more insane. Because he's you battling know? through things. Yeah, battling yeah. through concussions. Yeah. How much do you wish the end around was a touch pass? Just so it'd be a receiving touchdown instead of rushing. Mm. It's a shotgun snap, shovel it to him. Like, yeah, it's another receiving touchdown. <laughs> I'm surprised I don't do that more just for Rodgers. Yeah, his talk about being affected. Oof. Mm. I'll, I'll just, I mean, if you're looking to give him an out, it's got to be the thumb. The miss he had to Randall Cobb on the sidelines was just horrendous. And he was mad at himself. What else do you put that on? Like, that's that's a miss anyone would make, you know, to miss that throw. is like, what the heck just happened? Yeah, Packers season consistently. Yeah, you cut out there. Inconsistent was the last word he said. I think yes. everyone was saying it out loud yes. as you said it. Yeah, that was a moment where I was like, boy, Jordan Love would have completed that. Like, how bad are you hurting, Aaron? Because it, it, it's always an interesting critique at any sport when a superstar is hurt. Like, what level of hurt are you actually still better than your backup being out there mm-hmm. versus you're hampering the team and your pride's getting in the way? Yeah, well, we talked about this before we jumped on. 49ers, third string quarterback, and they're still winning games. We can't win with our first string quarterback, MVP. Coaching. I mean, th- there are things that are going on that aren't working. And it all comes That's back tough, to though. coaching. But you know what? Uh, like, look at that, though. Debo McCaffrey has been electric. Ayuk, I mean, Kittle. I. There's there's definitely I totally get it. They're winning. They're winning with a guy that was mystery relevant. Like I get that. he. They is, know is how the to get the, the running back but the ball. We don't know how to get Aaron Jones. That the ball. O-line Period. like there's skill. There's skill there. The 49ers are winning with him. The Rams have won a game on a backup quarterback, and the Titans continue to win with Ryan Tannehill. That's how bad it's going. Oh, I knew that was setting up. Second best it. AFC I quarterback. Knew it. 
It was 15 minutes in the making. I was just building us up to get a dig in on Ryan Tannehill. That was a good win. We're still in this thing. There's still football to watch. We're not out of it and watching Jordan Love and rooting for draft picks. Some people might be sad about that. Tisk tisk. We're going to have a really beat up Rams team. And you know what? We should probably just tweet out like everyone we're actually rooting for this weekend to make our 10% go to 13% before we play. I've been waiting for somebody to come out with the odds for every team so I know who to root for. They're making us do all the work for ourselves, I guess. Well, Josh, it's this thing called the NFL standings. And you just sort by NFC, and everyone that's above oh. Packers, you want them to lose. Oh. It's, it's really tricky, but I'll show you. Ten <laughs> percent. So that will do for this episode. It is a bye week. Enjoy time. Uh, not thinking about when the Packers play, and then we'll come back next week and preview a game that is. Um, it might not be pretty. The <laughs> the Thursday night game of Vegas versus Rams, the Rams, same Rams we're going to be playing. One of these teams is going to have five wins. One of these teams is going to have three wins. It's just not, it's not good football. But that it's means game of the year, the my preseason game of the year. <laughs> yeah, what if it's just amazing? Forty-five, like forty-four, and it is amazing football. Can't wait to be shivering with some ice chunks in my beer. Good time. And a frozen bratwurst in your other hand. Mm-hmm. And we no, you guys talking have a about the, Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about a sausage you brought with you. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. All right. Now, uh, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> Thanks for joining, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Go, Pat, go. Go.